Hey, Michaela. Yes, Warwick. Got a question for you. Of course you do. What a surprise. Worst cab ride experience. Oh, that's easy. When I um, was starfished on the front lawn of my house, because <laughs> I'd gone out Christmas Eve and my friend was already half um, gone, and I thought, I've got to play catch up. So I ordered um, some stronger drinks, but I actually think one of them must have been spiked or something because I got so drunk in an hour that oh, the cab found me starfished on the front <laughs> lawn. No, that's right. We had to catch a cab from the city to her house. And you don't even remember, do you? <laughs> the city, to, and then I actually vomited in my handbag. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah, I think I've told a bit of this story before, Maybe. but. Um, I didn't want to pay the cleaning fee in the cab, so I thought the cheaper option would be to vomit in my handbag. <laughs> Got to my friend's house, and she's had to ring um, my uh, – well, he's now my husband, so oh, how he kept me, I? I don't know. But he Who called knows? Duncan, come pick me up, and he found me starfish on the front lawn. And I didn't tell anyone about my handbag. I just kept taking it. <laughs> kept and carrying then, it around. And then got home and, you know, as soon as I got out of the car, just dumped it, thinking I'll just chuck everything, my phone, everything away the next oh, day. Nice. But um So that was probably the worst because that's really the only time I've vomited in public. Apologies to anybody who's got a really sensitive gag reflex <laughs> listening to that. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. And welcome back to the Tradies Business Show. Hopefully, you've cleaned yourself up after uh, Michaela's story there. I actually, um, I was involved in a in a car accident in a cab, actually twice in cabs. Oh. Me and cabs, I don't know what it is. Mm. I got T-boned in Sydney once, years and years ago. It was mm. low speed, thankfully. Um, and then when I was in Jakarta, in Indonesia, I got... Uh, we were stopped at the lights at like 3am. I was off to catch an early flight to come back home and uh, just sitting there in the cab. And next thing, just this little uh, van slammed into the back of us at the lights uh, at 3 o'clock in the morning. And then there's all these people coming out of the dark because it was in this, you know, like lower socioeconomic area. And I locked the doors and stayed in the back of the cab while the driver got out and was talking to the driver. I was like, oh, it was all bad. Do you get any extra, freaky, like, stuff because you were involved in an accident in a cab? You know, know, like, compo or... I, I didn't, know. didn't even think to climb. Mm. I had a bit of a sore neck and a headache afterwards, though. Mm. I made my flight. Oh, that's a main thing. Yeah, slept on the way home for the first time in ages. So today's episode, we are actually kind of talking about cabs or the taxi cab industry, uh, but it's about disrupting that, isn't it, Michaela? That is. Right, Warwick. So there's been a lot uh, of talk in the media lately about Uber and other sort of ride-sharing applications that are what they're saying is disrupting the taxi industry, and that's taking a traditional business model and turning it on its head and a whole new um, way to do business that's always been done the same way, so like disrupting the industry. Mm, Which is... Something that a lot of, uh, I guess, business educators and coaches and those sort of people talk about is innovating, mm. um, you know, to, to stay ahead of the pack. It's not just about having keen pricing or great service or anything, but actually innovating and finding new ways to, I suppose, deliver a product or service. That's right. And it's, it's really turning old industries on their heads. So I thought what I would do is sort of go undercover. Ooh. And see what... Put on the dark sunglasses that's and, the, it, yep. and the Matrix jacket. Yeah, become an Uber driver and see what they're really doing differently. 
Mm. Uh, and what people think of it and just that whole disruption and, and what we can take from how they're doing things and apply it to a trade business. Can we do a whole series where we give you the portable recorder and you start recording conversations with uh, with passengers as well? It would be interesting, wouldn't Didn't it? There, wasn't there a movie like that? Taxi Driver or something? Yeah. No, that was like a murder thing, wasn't it? I think so. I'm not going to murder bit graphic. anyone. <laughs> Chop them up and leave them in the forest. That's it. Nice. If you're not sure what Uber is, it's uh, a ride-sharing company. So basically, um, instead of going on a cab or a taxi, you Uber it and you're basically um, catching a ride with somebody. Hmm. Um, it's, it's like thumbing a ride via your iPhone or your Samsung or whatever the heck right. it is. It got me thinking, actually, when you said about this, because I spend a lot of time in the car and I know you do a bit of driving as well. Mm. And I regularly travel, uh, you know, between Brisbane and the Sunshine Coast where I live. Uh, I do quite a bit of tripping around, seeing clients and everything. And I, it really bugs me, that unproductive time in the car. Mm. And it got me thinking. It's like, maybe I should register for Uber because imagine if I could pick up a fare between one client and the yeah. next. I could literally make some money while I'm in the car listening to an audio book and I'd be really squeezing as much productivity as I could out of my time. But That's right. Well, I actually, um, today I had to drive to Brisbane and back and I got 40 bucks <laughs> for someone I had to go Because anyway. you had to go anyway. Yeah. So I think that's So there's awesome other idea. benefits. But also when I am um, sort of driving a set number of hours or whatever, um, I actually work in between while I'm waiting for lifts. So I'm yeah. answering emails, making phone calls. So I'm actually working. <laughs> that's cool. Um, while I'm doing it as well. And uh, it's been a really good head break, actually, I must say, from having to be creative and think and a leader all the time to just drive people around. I'm seriously thinking about registering. Well, you'll need to get a newer car, dude. Yours is, well, no. one that works. But, get um, out of town. What's wrong with my old four-wheel drive? It's a, it's a great truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when I get my motorbike, that won't work either? No. Need, need an Uber for motorbikes. I reckon yeah. there'd be some thrill-seekers out there to do that. <laughs> anyway, this episode is about, not about Uber specifically. No, but as I've been driving around and, and thinking, I've actually learnt a lot of business lessons that I thought I'd share. So mm. talk about what I've, how they operate and the things and um, the industry of this whole sharing economy and, and things like that. And there's a lot of stuff that, because Uber's grown really quickly mm. and they're now worth billions of dollars as a transport company but <laughs> don't own any transport. Yeah, they don't own the assets. No, which is like it's incredible. It's the new model, isn't it? It is. It's like, you know, uh, Airbnb doesn't own any real estate. Yeah. You yep. know, but it's the number one holiday booking yep. place, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. So it's all this sharing economy. And, mm. you know, I think this is going to be really big. I mean, there's people now that you can register your driveway for people to park in. No way. For the day. <laughs> so it's just sharing whatever asset you have. So mm. I'd love to do another episode on that. But anyway, so I've been driving for Uber and uh, I thought, you know what, I, there's a lot of stuff I can relate to on the show. So I thought we'd do that today. Go for it. I'd, I'd love to hear more about it. Yeah. So one big thing that's been the success of Uber is the way that technology is being used for it. So from both a driver perspective and a rider perspective, it's all based on technology and it's automated. Mm. So it's learning about, and we've touched on this heaps, but how can technology increase and streamline your business mm. and looking at, you know, job management, cloud accounting, whatever apps that you can use when you're on the go to help streamline the whole process for your customers, improve your customer service and all that. So, And even the, the booking process, Michaela, like, you know, you think about a cab, it used to be that you ring up and then even the cab companies have gone to online booking, but um, Uber is only online. 
That's you can't it. phone them to call for an Uber driver. No. It's and all... so there's booking software that you yep. can use in your trade business. So clients can literally book online, whether it's just for a quote or uh, to get a job done. But, uh, you know, you could be doing that sort of thing and, and appeal to obviously lots of people will use it. Yeah. Uh, so technology, see how it can impact your business. The mm. other thing is when you are ordering an Uber, they make it so easy to buy. You yeah. know, as a rider, you just go on the app, it already picks up your location and it shows you on there where the nearest car is or how long away they are. <laughs> and so, and it shows you um, an estimate of fare and all that kind of stuff. So you get all the information up front and just with two clicks, you've ordered it. And no you, wonder the cab companies hate Uber. Oh, uh, yeah. These, these, they are so far behind the times. They I, are. How many times I've waited for a cab and had to ring, you know, three and four times, like, where is this cab? Even when uh, you've booked the damn thing. Yeah, and you still don't know if one's coming. No. They're like, oh, they'll be with you soon. Yep. And you, and part of another thing that is great about Uber is the transparency. Mm. I mean, part of that booking process is that you can see where the rider is. I can see, you know, the rider can see where the driver is. Yep. But we also have their contact details. Yeah, right. And this is, you know, a rating system. So you, it's very transparent about what you're getting mm. and how you're getting it and when it's going to be delivered. So how transparent are you in your trade business? Are you updating customers all the time of yeah. when where, where the project is, where are you, um, all that kind of stuff. And a big thing about this transparency is that, you know, how many times have people left things in cabs never to get them back again? Yeah. You know, and I had a guy um, leave his phone in the car and he rang me because he had my number to say, hey, I've left my phone in there. Mm. And straight away, you know, that's been because it's been so transparent. But just seeing where people yeah. are and all that. So yep. how transparent are you in your business? Yep. The other big thing about um, the rapid success of Uber around the world is the word of mouth. You know, and it's what are you delivering that can make people want to talk about your business? You mm. know, until recently, they'd done no formal advertising hmm. it was all word of mouth yep uh, and suddenly recently in big ones like new york and certain cities that they're now actually doing um radio and tv ads about uber but that was such a good product that was done differently that offered value for money mm. and so people will talk about it yeah so what can people talk about your business and we've talked about the importance of word of mouth um, many times on the show so just looking back and it's just listening. such a great experience it so is. people talk about great experiences that's right yeah the really um, impressive part is, you know, we've mentioned the technology side of it, but the automation that they've built into the onboarding process. So when you're a, ride, a driver, it's it's all automated. Uh, so things like how many trips you've done and tips and when you get to a certain level, you get an email or an SMS to say, try these things, this is what you're doing well, here's some reviews, you've got all that completely automated even today you know i've done 100 trips so i got an email saying how much i'd made how many people i'd met and things like that so there's this constant onboarding process that's automated mm. which um you know because they've got thousands of drivers around the world but it just keeps you informed you're learning and developing and it's really smart the way that you know they've created that automated process mm. the other big thing is um the one percenters, and we've talked about this before on the show. What's those little things that you can do that really make you stand out? And one thing that Uber encourage their drivers to do is have like mints and free water. Now you would think, oh well, that's you know, not that much. But when you think about it, whatever did you get from a cab? And the amount of people that jump in, 
with the water and go, oh, well, how much is this? No, no, it's free. Oh, that's mm. cool. And they take it. Yep. So, you know, as a driver, that costs me, I, don't know, I buy 30 little water bottles from Audi for six bucks. So what's that, you know, per yep. um, bottle? But the memory that it leaves and, oh, they just feel they got that little bit of extra value. So what's mm. the one percenters that you can be doing in your business? Mm. The other big thing is, of course, presentation, which we've talked about a lot. So good Uber drivers have beautiful, clean cars, and they're well presented. So I know it's been a great way to have me clean my cars. You know, it wasn't one of my strong points. Never cleaned it for me. No. It's probably because I wasn't paying you to get in it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, really important that, you know, you are uh, careful in how you present your car and, you mm. know, make sure things like the child locks are off the back seats because I keep forgetting to undo them. Mm-hmm. People can't get out and no. think you're a serial killer. <laughs> so, yeah, same goes for your trade business, you know. It's just taking the time to have the vans clean and the uniforms clean and uh, yep. all that sort of stuff. The number of offices that I go into, like reception areas of, of trade businesses and there's old papers around and the floors, you know, there's dust three inches thick in the corners, like... People notice that stuff, even if it is subconsciously. That's it. Uh, another great thing that they do is have a really uh, smart incentive program for encouraging new drivers to come on. So uh, if anyone wants to become an Uber driver, let me know, because <laughs> at the moment you get 400 bucks. But it's about that encouraging, um, incentivizing their drivers to encourage more people on the platform. So what incentive um, have you got for both your customers but also your staff in your business? And how can you increase their productivity or customer satisfaction through some kind of incentive program? Mm. So have a think about what you can do there. Uh, the other thing with, um, you know, the Uber driving is um, – testing and measuring so it's been really interesting because i'm new at it learning what suburbs and times are the best places and to go and what times to drive and knowing the market so i've had to test and measure the last few weeks about what times in certain areas and i've got my little spots now so already i'm seeing a greater return on my time investment so just collecting that data is so so important Mm. and um so I can go anywhere from ten dollars an hour to a hundred dollars an hour mm. by knowing these different Which is areas a great and, times. and I know that's the purpose of this, Michaela, but that is such a great analogy for collecting data in trade businesses. Again, the number of tradies that aren't using an uh, you know, electronic CRM or some sort of customer database to gather that data and really know your market and, mm. and know the sort of jobs that you make the most margin on and which areas you're getting your work from, even which suburbs, you know, which referral sources it's all coming from. It's all really important information that will help you make more money for the same or less work. That's right. So, so it's so such a critical, critical point, yeah. Yeah. And uh, look, and it's going to take me a few more weeks um, to work out even more so, but already, mm. like I've said, the bottom line is a lot better than it was the first week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. The other big thing that I love about Uber as a um, rider, well, no, I don't love it as a rider, but as a driver, is their surge pricing. But from a business perspective, when there's higher demand than there is riders, they put a surge on it. So it can be one and a half to up to three times the fare. And I know they got in trouble when they had the Sydney situation and it went to 10 times Mm. or something, but Mm. that's an automated thing. But basically, you know, on late Friday or Saturday night, in some areas, you're paying three times a normal fare. Yep. But you're solving a problem for someone that is willing to pay that amount. It's no different to the airlines. No. 
last the last seat is always about five or six hundred bucks compared to the yep. hundred dollars if you booked it a month out. That's right. So how, look at your pricing. Are you price, you know, if you're really busy, can you increase your prices? Or, mm. you know, if you know it's coming into certain seasons or whatever. So look at your pricing yep. and your demand and supply for that and see how you can benefit from that as well. Mm. Mm. Um, because you know what? If you have a problem to solve, people are willing to pay whatever they can at that point to get their problem solved That's without right. ripping people off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's cashless. So this other thing is, you know, I mentioned about easy to buy, but it's easy to pay. It's all linked to your credit card that you have on your account or PayPal or whatever you use or registered in the app. Mm. So no money's ever changing hands, you know, and people go, oh, thank God I didn't have to scratch in the bottom of my bag to, to find the money or, yep. oh, that yep. just comes off, does it? Yep. So that whole cashless system, mm. so looking at your payment options for your business, how easy is it? for people to give you money yeah, and make it easy people make it easy yeah imagine uh, as a trade business pre collecting payment details from a customer you know like they pre-register their credit cards like mm. we'll grab that off you now and then when the job's complete you just approve the invoice and it'll all be processed yeah so it kind of takes away the after the job thing yeah where they get the thing and it's like uh, and then they withhold the details or whatever yeah anyway. Uh, which is really good. The other thing is um, I've all of a sudden become obsessed with petrol prices. <laughs> now, I would never notice petrol prices, but I can tell you where you can get a dollar and six today as opposed to a dollar thirty-five. So knowing your operating costs mm-hmm. and being mindful of them and taking advantage of when the, the prices are lower or the special deals or things like that. Mm-hmm. But I know, you know, how much fuel – how much money I make on a fuel a tank, mm. uh, how much that tank of fuel costs me. So I know the operating costs so I can make better decisions about when to work, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. and how much to work. Exactly. So the other – I guess the thing that Uber's been so successful is they've just done something different. Mm. You know, they're first to market, but they're just doing something differently, and that's about transporting people around. So, you know, try and have a think of what can you do in yeah. your business differently. Just because it's always been done that way doesn't mean that. There's yep. not opportunity there. Innovation is where the money's at these days. Yep. If you can innovate, even the way you deliver the product or service, they might be small tweaks, like you're saying, you know, even with the cashless thing. Like you get in a cab and you've either got to stop at the end on the side of the road and get the credit card out or, you know, find the cash, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to make something like that pre-done and cashless, like you get in and out and the payment all happens in the background. Yep. Uh, small change, really. But big difference to the customer. So same in your trade business. Find ways to innovate. So that's my tips that I've learned. Lessons from an Uber driver. That's it. How to run a trade business. business. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. And um, I might have to get. uh, I might have to pry the the Audi at home from my wife's grip. uh, Yes. Hopefully, no one from the Department of Transport's listening because it's technically not allowed to drive Ubers. But (laughs) I'm cool. Anyway. We, uh, we won't talk about that on air. No. Um, but, hey, I'm making some good money, especially coming to Christmas. And um, mm. But the other thing, great thing about it is I probably should mention that, um, you know, peak times like 4 to 7, which is also peak time in my house for witching hour. So <laughs> now a I have a legitimate escape. excuse to get out. Oh, got and, a fair. Yeah. And it's like I just sit in the car. It's quiet. Oh. <laughs> and and dunks at home with the screaming kids. That's it. So even if I didn't need the money, I think there's some better for some days to just go. I'm just going Ubering for today. I'm just going to go have my thinking time. That's it. So And don't have a manual car. If you want to Uber, just a tip there. Yeah, yeah. Get sick of changing gears. That's right. And I've been the first female for a lot of people as well. So there you mm. go. Well, thanks for sharing, Michaela. It's been very insightful. Wow. And uh, if you'd like more amazing insights to help you run your trade business... 
go to the Tradies Business Toolkit. Um, tradiesbusinesstoolkit.com it's one US dollar for the first 30 days I bet you can't get an Uber driver for that and uh, it's a good one anyway 20, yeah. <laughs> uh, not one with teeth 27 US a month after that if you stick around private Facebook group tools templates video training extended interviews it's all there for you as a Tradies Business Toolkit member and uh, yeah have fun in your week maybe I wonder if any tradies could Uber in their plumbing van or something like that, you know? You, all this travel time that tradies hate, Ooh. unproductive travel time, you'd need to pick up a fare well, in between Well, you've got to have four seats, so you've got to be able to take four passengers. Oh, dual cab ute, there you go. Yeah, uh, <laughs> keep it clean, boys. <laughs> yeah. and, Good incentive to keep your utes clean. That's right. Um, but, yeah, if anyone wants to come and driver, like I said, 400 bucks, <laughs> just let me know and I'll send you my link. It's probably better than digging holes in the ground for Well, something. you know, and then there's another, oh, I've got a bonus one, like an affiliate program. Hey, there you go. You know. You're going to start signing people up, aren't you? That's it. You're loving this. Yeah. So, uh. Might just be uh, the Tradies Business Show with Woz. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the Uber Business Show. Well, I did think about ask, taking our record and asking people in the car, you know, <laughs> what advice do they have to tradies or something like that. Yeah. But, um, I think that'd be an interesting episode. But, mm, uh. Might do some more planning around that one. Yeah. Hey, before we go. Yeah. Michaela, what's the most interesting fare you've had so far? Uh, it would be uh, four guys I picked up from the race course on a Saturday afternoon at oh, five o'clock. No. They were part of a Bucks night. <laughs> okay. And they got in the cab and they're all funny and, and stuff. And um, I basically, they were arguing about whether to get a blonde or brunette stripper that oh, night. Wow, the big decisions in life, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so they showed me the two pictures and I got to pick. So that was <laughs> no. pretty amazing. Which one did you pick? Oh, the brunette. She had tats. <laughs> that was tattoos. Tats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and and I also, they said, oh, we need to um, go to the bottle shop. So I said, okay, I went to one on the way. And so they all got out, bought their stuff. <laughs> one of the guys got into someone else's car. Oh, no. They'd had a great day. <laughs> so they, this one, this chick, poor chick's in her car. And this guy with a carton on just his Just climbed in. Just got in the back seat. <laughs> She's gone, like, freaked out. <laughs> oh, it was so funny to watch from somebody else's uh, car. It's a shame she didn't say, I'll take you anywhere for 200 bucks. Yeah, well, uh, he would have gone the offer, I'm sure, but uh, no, had no spews yet, so hopefully that maintains, even no, though I have good. those spoo bags from the hospital. Just need a handbag. Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> But anyway. Well, thanks for sharing, and I uh, hope you enjoyed that, listeners. So, uh, yeah, check out Uber. Until next time. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.